Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Yeah, Ed Orgeron's well, doing us here. He, he's just the sponsor coach. Yeah, he, he gets to say whatever he wants because he pays the bills. So we, we let him do what he wants. But anyway, it's great to see you. How are you? What's up, guys? Great to be here. We man. did this once before, but it was at a different hotel. But it's good to have you back. Well, what a great event you guys got! Excited to be here and. Uh, but we live in Miami Beach, me and my girlfriend, Brenda, and we took a private plane up here yesterday, had a great meal last night. Excited to see everybody. That's awesome. That's good. Well, we had, uh, let's see, Coach Gruden here recently, and he made some, some comments that made national news. So the touchdown clubs need you to say something controversial today, Coach, so we can get some more national pub. I think I'm going to stay away from that. I'm controversial enough. <laughs> so I'm, I was curious about your motivation. I mean, you're, you're obviously in a position where you don't really have to do a whole lot. What was your motivation for coming up here other than David's very charming? You know, I, obviously, you know, starting my career at Arkansas, had a lot of great friends out here. I love coming up here. David's a good friend of mine. And plus, I needed something to do, man. I needed to get out of the house. <laughs> you started with Coach Hatfield, right? Yes, I did. What are your memories of Coach and working for him? Great leader, man. Just a great organizational leader. Dean Weber got I was in a shrimp shed, shoveling shrimp, and they called me. Said, you want the assistant shrimp coach job? I said, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm coming, man. You kidding me? But uh, Brad Scott was a friend of mine, and uh, Dean Weber hired me. I started off in the strength program. I talked to George Williston this morning. And then Coach Hatfield moved me onto the field with Fred Goldsmith, the defensive coordinator, Wally Eight. Wayne Martin was the defensive line. And, uh, Tony Cherico. Yeah. Man, Ricky Wheel was the, the linebacker. Just great members. That's awesome. Um, and obviously you've been back to Fayetteville since then with your, you know, your job. But uh, it's a lot different than when you were up there, huh? Well, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. What a beautiful place. And what a great job they've done. And what a great job Coach Pittman's done. You know, i got to say this, you know. When we had our first coaching meeting, Coach Pippen got hired. He came up to me. I never met him. I knew who he was. He says, Coach, I want to thank you because you, you paved the way for guys who have not been a, uh, coordinators to become head coaches. So I want to thank you. And then he beat me and fired me. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, you are a, you're a defensive guy, and no. you play defense. I mean, obviously you coach defense, but you, you know, obviously you're a head coach too. I've always wondered about how your kids ended up on the other side of the ball. <laughs> They're smart. <laughs> <laughs> They're all on the other side of the ball. You know, it was kind of cool that, um, you know, you, 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 you're out of a job, you're a head coach, you can hire your kids, now you can't hire them, so now you got to find jobs. It was like I was a graduate assistant. I was going all over the country trying to get my kids plays, but we're uh, lucky to have Cody's at Miami, uh, Parker's at L- Louisiana Lafayette, and Tyler's at Tulane. And, okay. And, Three great coaches, three great schools, and I get to go watch everybody play. So every weekend, I'm like a dad now. I was in the stands at Miami. I'm going to Louisiana, Lafayette, Tulane, having a blast. So you're traveling around seeing the games, not just watching on TV. Oh, yeah. I'm going to every game I can and uh, just being a dad. Staying connected that way, I guess. Yep. It's good. You've made some great stops in your coaching career. What was your favorite place to live? Well, you know, i, I got to say Los Angeles. I really love Los Angeles. It was, uh, it was a great time for us. You know, we lived like uh, – Right, six miles from Laguna Beach. We couldn't afford Laguna Beach. It was called Alisa Viejo, but I go jog on Laguna Beach every day. And my wife back there said, what are you doing? I said, one day it's going to cost us $2,000 to get here. But I love the weather there. I love the people. I loved Miami back then, but I think that USC was a great spot. And how's Miami now? Outstanding. We live uh, We live in Miami Beach. we got a condominium on the 37th floor overlooking Miami Beach. Every day I take off, I, I, I go jog all the way to South Point. I bring some money in case I, I need a cab. I may walk or I may get a ride. It all depends. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, 
Coach, why did they call you Bebe? Where did that come from? Yeah, you know, my daddy's name was Bebe, and he was uh, the baby of 13 in the family. And I'd go to the ballpark with my dad all the time, and there was a little Bebe, so I became Bebe. That's it. <laughs> are you watching a lot of games that your boys are not involved in? You know, not really. You know, I haven't watched a lot of TV. I work out a bunch. I try to stay away from it. Do a lot of things. You know, I, you know mommy, there's a lot of things to do. My girlfriend, she, she's in the water all the time, diving, sailing. I don't know nothing about that. But I'm mainly working out. One of my goals was to, when I when I do retire or not playing football, I want to go work out at Muscle Beach. So I go to Muscle Beach in Miami down there. I made friends with all those guys. I'm doing Pilates and yoga and all that stuff. I love it's it. having a blast. That's hilarious. So my brother-in-law lives in Euclid. Yep. And he said to ask you, what's the smallest uh, dumbbell you have in your garage? <laughs> Nothing smaller than 45, bro. <laughs> he said 85. He said, I don't think there's anything smaller than 85 pounds in you there. Know, it's kind of funny. I, I, I raise up the garage, and I'm lifting in there. And you see, and you can hear the cars go, oh, they stop. <laughs> <laughs> Are you done? I don't know. It all depends. You know. Uh, what would be the perfect scenario for you to get back? Uh, don't know that. You know, I, I really don't. It, it, it's it's going to have to be something that uh, a place that I can win, a place that uh, gives me an opportunity to recruit well. Uh, if not, I'll, I'll see what happens. So you're saying just as a head coach, that's the only thing that would intrigue you? Oh, uh, not really. Uh, it all depends. It, it all depends. Right now, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. But if something, the right right thing comes along, I'm ready to go. I'm in shape. I feel good. I got 10, 15 years left for sure. I I'm love going that. To, I know I'm going to 100. I know that. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Now, you uh, you had some time in the NFL, too. Does that intrigue you at all? You know, not, not now. I like college. And not to say I'm not to rule out the NFL. But, and by the way, I'm going to 100. I'm going to get that prostate check. Hey, just just come on over on Thursday. Just stick around. We'll, we'll take If care. you want to hit 100, that's definitely a key. Yeah, right? It's definitely a key. We but the key to his cell was painless. I like that painless part. Yeah, for sure. But, no, uh, I like the NFL. But, you know, I, I just built for college. I just like the energy and all. But college has changed. NIL and stuff like that. I think that recruiting has changed. You have to have a great plan. When you take a, a look at Arkansas and KJ Jefferson, you're familiar with those guys. He got off yeah. to Arkansas. Got off to a good start beating Cincinnati. Yeah. What are your memories of KJ as a quarterback? Yeah, good athlete. Um, can extend plays with his feet. Uh, they know how to um, put the right offense around him and great players that receiver y'all just had i tried to get trailing was at, at lsu every week and then uh right before signing day uh mr hogg i think would make a visit over there trailing with the fed bills i don't know what happened <laughs> coach Pittman told a funny story here at the touchdown club he said that he was giving Traylon a hard time. He said, you've never even seen the boot. We need to win the boot, the trophy. He said, you've never even seen it. He said, yes, sir, I've seen it. He said, no, you haven't. You've never seen it. He said, I saw it when I was down at LSU saw, on a visit. He saw, he saw it a bunch. <laughs> That's part of the selling point, I guess. Uh, yeah, it is part of the selling point. You know, it, it, you know, I was talking to David. He came up with the boot. It was nice, you know. Obviously, we kept the bottom shine. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't shine the top too much. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Uh, what's your feeling about LSU now? I mean, are you guys – you're, you're, are you still – you root for them? You got your guys there still? No, I'm away. I'm away, man. You know, he, here's the thing. You, you got you got your time. I had my time, man, and I'm, I'm grateful for my time. And every day I went to work, I'm going to say, I'm going to give my all to LSU. And one day it's going to be over. And when it's over, I'm walking out of this building, it's done. I haven't watched them. I haven't read anything. I haven't – anything I wish them the best. Yeah. I'm still getting paid by LSU. They've been great to me. They've been very gracious. I love LSU for my time there. 
2019 is going to be a season we'll always remember. I've made great memories, but I'm done there. Gotcha. As soon as I, I leave some place, I'm done. Um, well, let me tell you what happened this weekend. They lost on a block after <laughs> point, so let me fill you in. What's the most difficult loss you've ever had like that? I mean, did you ever have a heartbreaker like that where you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that just happened? Yeah, you know, who's that old Miss we lost to uh, Alabama in overtime? Over there, and <laughs> you know, people thought we were going to get beat by 50, you know what I'm saying? And we got we went there, we played our hearts out, and uh, we lost in overtime. I think that was one of the toughest losses I had. Gotcha. Last year, Arkansas did it in, in overtime down there, and I was always curious, that game – Y'all brought the house. You came after Arkansas couldn't yep. run the ball. I mean, KJ, yep. there was a, yep. was that something just for, specifically for Arkansas? You did to change things up. No, a bit? here's here's what happened. We, uh, it was an open date, and uh, I was watching Alabama on film. I said, if we line up in base defense, I don't know if we're gonna stop. Them. I said, you know what? We're gonna change. So we changed from a four three to a three four. We brought outside linebackers, and then Kevin Cole, who's now at Fresno State. He's always working. He's one of these serious guys. You can't get him out of the office, you know. And I'm going to go in the office on an open day. We'll go work out. And he goes, oh, come here, man. I got this zero blitz nobody can block. I said, hey, let's run it. <laughs> and we ran it every third down against Alabama, and they still ain't blocked it. So we changed everything. We we, we, we didn't show him anything that we had run. 4-3, we didn't play any base. We played 3-4, and we blitzed every down. So that's where that stemmed from. We did well there, so we did it against everybody. The element of surprise still works, you're telling me. No question. Okay. Yes, it does. Talking to Ed Orgeron, if you're just tuning in and you can't recognize it, you know, I asked John Gruden last week, how many times have people come up to you and do an impression of you to you? And he said all the time. You get that? Do people have the guts to come up and do the Ed Orgeron to you? Hell no. (laughs) 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 Is it flattering? Uh, You know what? It all depends. It all depends on the way it's done. I'm Cajun, man. I, I love my my heritage. I love who I am. I'm not, never going to hide it. You know, and if it's done in the right way, yeah. But if it's done in a way looking down on you, hell, I'll fight your ass. <laughs> the way it is. Did your boys pick up the accent? Not, not really. I don't know. I got to check the mailman. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Wrong side of football. I don't have the accent. There's some questions here, Coach. But, but they all got into coaching, so obviously you did some good things there. Did you try to talk them out of that at all, or is that something you always thought they'd do? No, not at all. I want them to do it. I think I think every, every one of them got talents, different talents, and it's good to see the different talents of each one of them. And I think every one of them's at the place that uh, that, that they can uh, really, really succeed. I'm, I'm anxious to see what they're going to do. I support them. I call my boy in Miami every morning to wake him up because I call him Country Club. I mean, he <laughs> he didn't work in a strip shed. I promise you that. Yeah. And uh, but you know, we talk every morning. We motivate each other every morning. Parker, uh, Louisiana Lafayette, he's kind of self-motivated. Uh, Tyler's older now. He's got a son. I'm a grandpa. So all three of the guys are different. They had three different stages. It's good to see. How's things at Louisiana Lafayette with the new coaching staff? Really good. I mean, I, I went there, man. I was, I was surprised at the talent that they have. And here's, <laughs> you know, you're recruiting at LSU. You can't take everybody in the state, right? And so it's talent, uh, a state rich in talent. So there's, there's the twos, and you say, man, you know what? I don't know. Uh, he may, he may. And then all of a sudden, there's this 6'5", 200-pound guy that you didn't take, 
and he's running around Louisiana Lafayette. He's 6'5", 250, and he runs a 4640. It was good to see the development of those guys. Mm-hmm. And when Louisiana Lafayette has done, they took the twos on Louisiana, and they have a very good squad. Well, apparently uh, Monroe is not on anybody's map because apparently none of the guys have found their way over there. Those guys have struggled <laughs> for a long time now, but Lafayette's been on a good roll there. I think they have the still have the longest winning streak in the country right now. Yeah, they have great facilities. They've done a tremendous job of pouring money into that program. And, again, Billy Napier, did, he knew the blueprint, man. Hey, go in there, get the twos in Louisiana, develop them, and look what's happening. Yeah, that's impressive. And, obviously, he got a good win to start his career at Florida, too. That was a, that was a yeah. heck of a game the other night. Yeah, he's a good coach. With this being the first weekend of college football, and you were out traveling around watching some games, but did you miss being on the sideline at all? Did it hit you? You know what? Man, I went to the University of Miami game in, in Hard Rock Stadium. We stayed in the Hard Rock Suite at Hard Rock Stadium. I had a blast. I didn't miss nothing. <laughs> we left at halftime. Me and my girlfriend went to eat a snake, and we went to church on Sunday night. And I had a blast. I didn't miss nothing. Were you coaching, watching the game? Uh, you know, I was. I, you know, I helped Miami with the defensive line. I went there about three or four times as a consultant. But I more or less watched, loving the game. You know, getting a hot dog at halftime. I never got a hot dog at halftime in my life. <laughs> can you turn the coach part off? Though I think that's what Wes is asking. I mean, can you just watch as a fan? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I did. It, it, it's been different. I, I thought I'd be burning to go back. I thought I'd be. I, I got no. I've been enjoying myself. That's awesome. Well, we're going to let you uh, head up and get out of here and uh, settle in. But uh, looking forward to listening to you with David, and he'll ask you some good questions. Actually, so you'll. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be great up there, but uh, this is awesome. You seem like you're loving life. I'm happy to see yeah, that. It's great. It was fun, man. <laughs> What's not to love about Miami Beach? <laughs> That's true. Sounds good. Maybe we we'll get down there and get a workout I have one in. before we let you go. Yeah. Burrow. Yeah. I mean, he was kind of that missing piece. Oh, you were man. talented with wide receivers, yeah. running backs. That was a great team. And you bring him in. Did you see something from him? Did you have a clue that he was going to be Joe Burrow, Heisman yeah. Trophy winner? And, and What did you see from well, him? Well, I can talk about him for about an hour. He, he's the key. Uh, there no doubt. He was the key to all of our success, and he wasn't the only one. But a lot of guys put a lot of work into it. But without him, we wouldn't have the success we had. But I will say this: there is <laughs> his recruiting visit. He didn't want to talk to me. I, hey, what's up? He said, "Coach, get away from me. You got a recruiting game. I don't want to hear it." I'm like, "What the hell with this guy? <laughs> you got to come play on my team and talk to the head coach." And man, he just was kind of standoffish. I'm like, "What the hell's wrong with this kid?" So the next morning, we had a football meeting. He said, Coach, I want to have a football meeting. I want to eat crawfish. Oh, we can do that. So the next morning, we have a football meeting. And there was 10 of us in that meeting. It took me five minutes to realize he was the smartest guy in the room, including me, including everybody. And that's why I saw the special talents in him. And he grew as a football player. He grew, you know, when, at UCF when he's down on the ground. Yeah, late hit, uh, targeting. Uh, not a lot of people know it. A guy spit on him. And I said, hey, get Miles in. He said, have that. And he got up, went down 14 nothing, and we started winning. And that's that's where he became Joe Burrow. So we surrounded him with great talent. But without him, we wouldn't have the success we had. But he, he's the smartest guy I've ever been around. Because he sucked the heads, though. That's what I want to know. Well, that I, I didn't stick around to see all that. You didn't, get the, you didn't go the crawfish route. <laughs> no, 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 no. You let him eat crawfish on his own. <laughs> no, no, no. Did no. you stay in touch with him during the Super Bowl run? Oh, I was at the Super Bowl. Okay. He got me tickets. And uh, we got me tickets, but then uh, Todd Graves, who, 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 who owns Raising Kings, got us. He said, hey, Ozer, I'm coming up sweet. So me and my girlfriend, we're riding down this this van. She, and she goes, hey, you know who's that? I said, my, I said no. She goes, that's Nelly. I said, who's Nelly? He said, right back. Right. <laughs> so we sitting in the suite. We we had a blast. And uh, Joe, I can text Joe. He'll call Cody. 
you answer immediately. Uh, his daddy, his mama, part of my family, just a great family. That's awesome. That's good to hear. Coach, we'll let you get out of here. Appreciate the time. Thank you. Looking forward to hearing right, you at the club hey, here. Hey, I used to say go something or something. I didn't know what to say, so I, I guess I'll just go say Cajun? bye. I, I guess I'll just say bye. Go Cajun. <laughs> Cajuns, go Hurricanes, whatever. I mean, yeah, or bye. That's good. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, Coach. That was fun. Appreciate it. Thanks, Coach. All right. That was a trip.